that we're going into hour two of the Friday crew, and I think we're going to start off with some baseball. So Ellis, uh, I know I know you're a, a baseball guy. You follow baseball, and I I'm following baseball too. But I'm personally really excited. But uh, how about you, Ellis? Are you how are you feeling ahead of this baseball season? Should be a good season. I think Rutgers really has a chance to be the best team in the Big Ten, obviously, and make the tournament. They should have made it last year. They didn't. Um, obviously, Maryland's really, really good. But really, I mean, this team's good. I, they, they were they had, were a surprise season last year. I covered them for the Targum, and they were at the longest winning streak in the country. They were really good. People thought they were a snob. We don't really have to go into that. Um, it's pretty egregious, in my opinion. But, you know, they, they start their season today a lot riding on this because this is like their revenge season as Ryan Lasko. Their star player and probably a second round pick in the uh, MLB draft said, "Um, actually they're they're in delay." <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah, the delay. game was supposed to start at five but against yeah. uh, Campbell. Uh, they're in a rain delay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah something Campbell. like that. But, I don't even um, know the the Campbell mascot. I couldn't even tell you. Um, they're the Blue Buies Creek. Oh. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so they got really good freshmen and Hugh Pinkney, Pinkney, uh, Pinkney, and um. It's a bit of a new team, but they also have a lot of returning players. Uh, Chris Brito, Evan Slight, Ryan Lasko, Tony Santamaria, all, uh, Josh Kuroda Grauer is now a sophomore. Um, starting pitching is going to be interesting. They have a lot of young guys. All, their, their three starters last year all graduated, so that's probably their biggest weakness. Or it could be a strength, we just don't know. But this is a pretty stacked team. They also got, um, oh no, I'm blanking on his name right now. Max, Ma- Maxim Martins? Sorry, I forget the name or something like that. Um... At shortstop, I'll tell you right now. But um, he he's not starting, but he'll definitely get some minutes, um, some games, because he is one of the most exciting shortstop prospects. So great recruiting class from head coach Steve Owens. Great team. Starting pitching, we're going to have to see. But I think you already know this team might be the best yeah. hitting team in the Big Ten. Yeah, and you mentioned Hugh Pickney. He was actually um, Maximus Martin is the okay. Is, he's a freshman go. infielder, shortstop. But you mentioned Hugh Pickney, the freshman catcher, was actually selected in the seventeenth round. Of the, of the 2022 MLB draft by the San Diego Padres, but decided against signing and kept his commitment to Rutgers. So Hugh Pickney is going to be an exciting name. Um, MLB talent for sure. I know Ryan Laskow is also an MLB talent, and he should be really exciting. Uh, last year, Ryan uh, Ryan Laskow collected so many accolades. Uh, he won two Big Ten Player of the Week awards and was also named to the All-Big Ten first team. And he also won the 2022 Golden Spikes Award. Um, as a semifinalist, and has actually been named to the 2023 watches for that award. Last year, he had 90 hits and 80, 81 runs scored, and he tied. Uh, he tied, I think, Chris Brito or someone Brito. for Chris Brito for uh, 16 home runs, which is the most on the team. Now, Ryan Lasko is a legit. He's, he's, he's legit. He is someone for you to watch for. And yeah, and Carm uh, Carm interviewed Ryan Lasko and, and the crew the other day, uh, yesterday. So listen to the crew on Spotify for that Ryan Lasko interview. He's an, he's an MLB talent. He's gonna be really exciting. Definitely a player to watch for sure. Yeah, I mean, also, uh, yeah, I think the season will be defined. Really, Maryland's a really good team. It'll be defined by the pitching because they have Drew Conover, who's supposed to get the start. I don't know if they're going to play now. I don't really know the rain situation. But they do have Drew Conover. Excuse me. Um, But other than that, it's a little, as I said, depleted. I think right now, it's hard to say who the starters are right now. But Sam Portnoy will probably get some, you know, reps. White Parliament's coming off a pretty solid freshman season. But is he really starting material? It's hard to say. Jake Marshall probably could start. So they, they got to really put together. I think their bullpen's good. They have depth. But who's going to come out other than Drew Conover, who, who's the scene hall transfer, and really show out for this team? 
Yeah, and then also Evan Slate, I think is his name, right? Evan Slate, he is another name to watch for sure. He actually, um, him along with, with Chris uh, Brito. Brito. Brito, my bad. Brito, Brito, sorry. Chris Brito, he along with Chris Brito were in actually the Cape Cod Baseball League, and they played with the Bourne Braves. Yep, and they and they won them the title. Slate made his mark at the Cape Cod All-Star starter, and he represented Rutgers in very big fashion. So this team has definitely a lot of good pieces, and I think they were ranked just outside of the top 25 in the AP poll, um, top 30, something like that. So it's going to be really exciting. It's going to be an exciting year. And um, I'm excited to cover this team for the Targum. I will be going to the stadium and uh, stadium. Actually, uh, I saw they renovated a stadium. They did. A lot. It was. They finally got lights, huh? Yeah, they didn't have lights. They How? didn't have. They, they, yeah. they, it was really like a little league stadium. Right and now, they're slowly to, uh, making it a college stadium. I was talking to Joey Chandler of NJ Media at the women's basketball game, and she was saying like she was she was shocked when like she found out that a Big Ten stadium didn't have any lights and or they, a scoreboard or a scoreboard. And they're a Big Ten team, and I, it's shocking. Well, now they now they have now it, they so. have well, now they have a good really good scoreboard, and now they have some lights, so they can play some night games finally. I know night games are always a vibe. I love night games. I think they're cool. Yeah, and uh, they just bring out more fans. So. Exactly for sure. So um, it's gonna be a very exciting year for the uh, Rutgers baseball team, and exciting times. And also on the other side of the baseball, uh, I guess you could say softball. Softball starting off season really really hot. Uh, a lot of lot of good names, a lot of good faces on this team. Um, I think they won today, so that's exciting. Oh, they won! Nice, nice. Sorry, I'm pretty I sure it's six to now. Today, there are they, best they, start to the season. Best ever, start to the season, right? Yeah, something like that. So they 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 uh were four and zero for the first time since 1993. So that's exciting. I am uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, it seems like this, these teams are are doing really well. I mean, we talked about the lacrosse teams doing really well. Um, I think both of them started off with with two straight wins. And the softball team is undefeated, so it's very exciting. Uh, a couple names on the softball team: Maddie Lawson scored two runs against Utah Valley last week. She finished two for three uh, with two RBIs over Santa Clara last week, and also contributed a run in another RBI in their match against UC Davis. Uh, senior infielder Peyton Linkovich moved into seventh place. Linkovich. Linkovich. My Sorry, bad. Sorry, I'll go. Moved into a seventh place tie for all uh, all time Rutgers career triples with a triple to start her season. Uh, last week, and also she had eight RBIs in last weekend's game, so that's very exciting for her. And obviously, you have to mention uh, Kylie Sand, who was named the Big Ten Player of the Week last last week. She uh, she went 11 for 18, I believe, in games last week. That's a 6-11 batting average. Uh, also scored eight runs and three runs batted in, as well as five steals. Kylie Sand, she's looking like a really good player, um, and she's only a junior, so that's exciting. A lot of good pieces on this team. Uh, like like I mentioned, Maddie Lawson, Peyton Lakevich, uh, Morgan Smith, and and Ryan Ryan Orange as well. Um, softball team's looking good. Uh, obviously, I mean these are some games that you should win. Um, I guess because they're out of conference and easier opponents. But um, I think the test for this team will be in conference play for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I think last last year that they they started off kind of similar and they kind of fell apart um, when they when they played some conference opponents. So hopefully this team can be better. I mean, they really improved last year. I think they're twenty five and thirty last year after only winning like handful of games the year before um, or like the two years before combined because because COVID happened so shortened season. But um, yeah, I mean, hey, uh, just keep winning games. I mean, obviously you got to beat these opponents. There, these are slam dunk opponents, and um, definitely got to beat these opponents for sure. Just to one, give you confidence, and two, you know, um, have some momentum until you play some big opponents. Well yeah. said. Oh, 
I, I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. I'm trying to keep up. I you should you should I, keep I, up with I, these I sports. I need to man. I need to like learn a little bit about the rosters for um softball and baseball for Rutgers. I'm not familiar with it. I'm gonna keep it so real with you guys. <laughs> but um as the season goes, just like I did for men's basketball and women's basketball, I'll be sure to keep up and we're gonna and I, I'll be sure I can have a conversation with you guys on the next crew. So I'm I'm gonna spend this yeah. week doing some homework. Listen, I've I've uh, started paying attention. I won't lie to you either. I, I started paying attention this year uh, since I joined the Targum. Uh, have to read a lot about yeah, these teams. Yeah, the Targum actually does help with that kind it of stuff. It helps so much. I feel like I know like a lot more about this team you, than you I. You start actually. knowing a lot of seriously stuff about all these sports. Yeah, I mean, I it's the Targum is great because it, it it really helps my relationship with these sports, and I can learn a lot more um, about the softball team, lacrosse teams. Um, learn more about the baseball team. I'm supposed to come covering them this year, and I know a lot about them now. And uh, Still gotta get their names right. I know their names, just know. Just, no, yeah. Just yeah. don't know the pronoun the, the pronunciations for some of them. But I mean, it's it'll come with time. You know the names. I get. It's sometimes you see a name and you 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 know who the player is, but you don't know how to pronounce it. It's crazy. But it'll come. Um, I'll I'll learn all these players, and um, it's gonna be a fun season to cover. So, yeah, it should be a good time. Yeah, I agree with Max. Um, I don't really know like a ton either, but I, I was following their, I mean, like, you know, casually following their run. Um, all three, like men's lacrosse, women's lacrosse, they both made deep runs in the tournament. Men's made the final four along with um, women's soccer. I think they also made the final four last year. And um, Rutgers baseball should have made the tournament. They were doing really well. That's about as, as far as I know. But I'm going to also try to follow along a little bit more um, this year, do um, some productions in the um, for spring sports. Um, I'm really looking forward to March Madness right now. Actually, it's kind of where my my head is at with Rutgers basketball. March Madness is the best sporting event. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it insane. Is so cool. Ellis, and, are you? Yeah. I, I think Ellis is uh, in talks to be going in that game. I will be representing the Targum. We actually talk about that. Did you? Did off you? Air. Did you get the? Did you get the nod? We'll talk about it off air. All right, off air, off air. But I, I, I think it's. But hopefully it's leaning that way. It's gonna be really exciting for Ellis. I know. I know it's probably his dream to go to that game. Yeah, it's been my dream actually since middle school. Yeah, that's wow. it's crazy, dude. You, li- you're, you know, college is great because you can really like live some dreams. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I've I've lived some dreams going to professional sporting events or I mean collegiate sporting events. But I mean, it's it's still amazing going to these events, uh, being it with the press and the media and the media boxes, press boxes. Everything is crazy. So college is great if you're listening. You're uh, you're thinking of not going to college. Go to college. Get your education because. <laughs> One you can you, one it's great to to learn all these academics and stuff and two it's, yeah one that's one that's <laughs> one and then two the two, most important no right. but two you also make some great experiences so hey shout out college college is fun if you can though and you're in high school make sure you bust your behind that yes. way you don't gotta pay this too much because tuition is insane guys <laughs> yeah it's insane life Listen, tuition and student fees yeah. life advice with the Friday crew with yep the Friday crew life advice we'll give you that too. <laughs> Oh man, but um, besides Rutgers baseball, which I have very limited knowledge of, spring training for the MLB starts next week. Yes. Oh man, I am so excited for the MLB. Oh man, especially after the Eagles lost, I need something. I need a palate cleanser. I need some Phillies baseball because that Phillies baseball run in the playoffs last year in November, in October, it was a red October and a red November because we were in the World Series. It was an amazing run. If you're a sports fan, if you're a baseball fan, I hope we ring for the Phillies because that was just a magical run with some amazing moments. And especially if you're from Philly, you're going to remember that forever. And this Phillies team is going to be insanely exciting for sure. I'll tell you what, I, I will definitely be rooting for them. We got just, tra- bro, just we got, not next Saturday. We got Trey Turner on this team. Add Trey Turner to this already great lineup. You got Trey Turner. You got Bryce Harper. You got JT Real Muto. You got Reese Hoskins. You, like, you got Alec Bohm. 
You got JT. I think I said JT Mudo. I'm gonna say it again. I forgot JT Mudo. He is the best catcher in baseball. You got Aaron Nola. You got Zach Wheeler. You got Ranger Danger Suarez. Someone's excited. You got. (laughs) We signed Taiwan Walker. We got. You guys got Taiwan. We got a crazy bullpen. We got Gregory Soto. We got who else? We got Sir Anthony Dominguez. We got Jose Alvarado. This team is exciting. We are coming for that NL East. We are coming back for that pennant. We are coming back for that World Series because this Philadelphia team, you saw it in the 2022 season. Oh, hi video. Hi video. You saw it in the playoffs. Reese Hoskins, his home run off Strider, chills. <laughs> Huge <laughs> moments. Bryce Harper's big double against the Padres, chills. Kyle Schwarber, his monster shot. At, at away against the Padres. Chills. Chills. Absolute chills. These crazy moments. And, oh, my God, can you not forget that Bryce Harper, that Bryce Harper World Series sending home run, clinching the NL, the, the NLCS, amazing home run. And then his very next at-bat in the World Series was also a home run. Exactly. That game had five home runs against the Astros. Listen, the Astros were a really good team. The Astros were a really good team, and it was just insane that the Phillies could get that far. And oh man, I'm never gonna gonna forget that Bryce Harper home run. I'm never ever gonna forget that Bryce Harper home run. I was in my room, or not in my room. I was in my living room. You posted of my the house. video for proof. I posted this video. It's it's on my Twitter. I was in my uh, living room. Um, it was me, and actually, it was it's my college living room, and I live in a house of eight people. But there was a couple <laughs> people in that house, and and shout out my uh, my roommate Julia because she was she was. Literally in the room, uh, right across from where the living room is, um, and I was screaming my heart out when Bryce Harper hit that home run. You gotta watch this video if you haven't; it's an insane video. Uh, but Bryce Harper, that 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 game-winning home run in Game Five of the NLCS, sounds like a very religious experience. It was unreal, Josh. dude. I'm telling you, it was a religious experience because after that, I was hyper. I was going crazy, yelling, yelling cheering going crazy after that i couldn't calm down i had like tingles in my body up and down my up and down my arms all through my body i it was an out-of-body experience i it got so bad that i had to go to my phone and search up like like tingling feeling in my body um because i was really (laughs) worried i was like is something wrong with me but no it was just like something like if you're if you get like really excited or something like you'll you'll feel like i don't know you'll you'll feel these tingles and stuff and that's what i felt after that bryce harper uh, NLCS, NLCS clinching home run, unreal moment, absolute chills. Ellis, what did I get? I got what? I got chills, right? Chills, chills, chills. Yeah, exactly. There chills. you go. I'm glad you're happy. I can't really relate. Yeah, I, Yankees got destroyed. Right. Yeah. By the Astros and the ALC. I don't even remember. I it was a CS ALCS because we struggled against the Guardians and the ALDS. Right. We got swept like with a broomstick completely yeah. in the CS. I'll never forget that. That was a struggle. But that's why I was rooting for the Phillies, um, yeah. that World Series, like, strictly because of my hatred for the Houston Astros. Like, the, 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 if you see the crowd reactions to all these big moments that I mentioned, oh, especially at especially at Citizens Bank Park, the Reese Hoskins home run off Strider, Bryce Harper's huge hits against the Padres, these crowd reactions were just, it was just an unreal time in Philly. It was a magical run. I know we lost, but it really feels like we won just because it was, it just made some memories I'm never going to forget for, for Phillies baseball and uh, you know, we're, we're an even better team this year. Like I mentioned, we got Trey Turner. He is going to bat lead off for us. And and it's already great lineup. I mean, it's really exciting time uh, for, for Phillies baseball for sure because we didn't make the playoffs for, what, 11, 11 seasons before we made the actual playoffs. And we got to the World Series. You know, it was just unbelievable experience. And I'm it's, it gets you excited about baseball in Philly again. And, and that's awesome for, for, for Phillies fans for sure. 
I'm I'm glad you're excited. I'm very. You can tell. You can probably tell I'm really excited. I'm about glad you're my excited. Baseball Fun fact: first uh, spring training game uh, for the Phillies is against my New York Yankees. I actually I actually went to a, a Clearwater. I went to Clearwater to watch the Phillies play in a spring training game. Uh, I think they, they played against the Astros. It was a crazy. It was it, it was a horrible game. It was like the I think they it was like the bottom of the eighth. It was like three nothing Astros, and then the Phillies like. The Phillies got like six runs or something, and they came back and won this game. It was it was it was pretty electric. I know it was spring training, but did it was, you like spring training? It was going pretty there? electric. I almost went one year. Clearwater, Clearwater's beautiful because because the Philly the Phillies play all the way in Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, it's beautiful I'm, there. My, and my, my dad and I went actually, so uh, it, it was very exciting. My dad and my brother are also Philly fans. They wanted to go to spring training. Yeah, I mean year. it's cool. It's, obviously, it doesn't mean anything. But you it's get still like cool. autographs of the players and stuff. You, I mean, I'm sure you can. Um, you didn't though. I didn't get. I didn't. But yeah, because my brother would like that. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, no, it was, I it was a couple years ago, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was really really fun experience. So I mean, if you know, why not go to Florida in the the shining sun and watch some Phillies baseball? No, for sure, for sure. Ellis, you're a Yankees fan, right? Oh, Yankees fan. What do you feel? I'm how are you New feeling York. about the Yanks? Um, you know, it's not ideal that Montas is injured. Um, yeah, but he is the big. fifth starter. Listen, I think the Yankees are really good, but are they good enough to beat the Astros? That's kind of the question. You know, the question is no longer, are they good? I think we all know they're good. But I just don't know if they're good enough to be the Astros. If you guys don't win a championship with Aaron Judge... It would be disappointment. It would be it's insanely be disappointing. major disappointment. Major. We, we, but the thing is, we've had so much... It's frustrating. We've had so much success with him. Even dealing with, like, injuries and stuff like that. But every time that ALCS kills us, one, we just struggle in yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, the Astros... And Aaron Judge hasn't been great in the playoffs either. No, he has too much hate, but he's been, hasn't been great. The Astros, you guys cannot beat the Astros. I mean, I know the Phillies didn't beat the Astros, but... They own us. No, they own the us. The Astros own the Yankees. I hate to say it. No, they do. It's true. I, I mean, it's true. I can. It really is true. Better than the... Uh, better than the um, uh, Red Sox owning us, but still, like, you know, you don't want that. Yeah, when I found out Montas got hurt, I was like... And here we go. <laughs> but I'm not worried about not Montas. It's just I, I, like, yeah, right. you guys still got a good rotation. You guys still got a great Rodon, rotation. Cole, Gary Cole's Nestor a monster. It's just annoying because he might be out for nasty, the season. Nasty Nestor. Yeah. Bro. Nasty Nestor. Cannot go, wrong, cannot go wrong with Nasty Nestor. No, you cannot go and, wrong. And uh, Bronx, Bronx native. He's not a pitcher, but Harrison Bader, great, out, great outfielder. Yeah, that was he's a great incredible. acquisition. Yeah, he's yeah. incredible no, Ka- during the postseason. Cashman definitely has his flaws, and I don't like Aaron Boone either, but they get too much hate, right? Like, yeah, the Montas trade wasn't great, but he didn't know the injury, and then, like... Bader was a great trade. Castro, Peralta. So Cashman gets. I don't love Cashman. I think he gets a lot of fair criticism, but he gets way, way too much hate by the fan base. And Anthony Rizzo resigned too, right? Yes. For a year. The issue, it's really our hitting that's the issue. I don't know. Like, we just we're just inconsistent lineup. Unless like IKF takes us some interesting step. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see how the season goes. Arnav, what's your take on the, on the Yankees? Yankees baseball. I know you're you you watch a little bit of the Yankees sometimes. Yeah, um, I'm not like as much into baseball, but I I have gotten more into it actually. I kind of being here with a lot of baseball fans, and I do like. We have a lot of base, you know, baseball among the younger generation. Maybe not the most popular thing, but here, at crew, uh, not crew here, at WRSU. I think we feel like we got a lot of baseball fans. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I've been trying to get into it. Um, kind of like what you guys have been saying on with the Astros. That's kind of been the the roadblock, despite the Yankees putting together a pretty good team, like you know Aaron Judge and like you know all those trades that we made, like um you know Peralta and Vader and like so many other great players on the Yankees. But it's just gonna be hard to get over that hump. Um, I will say, Josh, though, with the about the Phillies, like I, unlike the Eagles, I was not rooting against. Um, the Phillies was actually go, very Arnold. much rooting for the Phillies, and not only because like 
Well, I mean, I guess the Yankees losing had a had a bit of a part of, of it, but I, I also I did like the underdog vibe that the Phillies. Yeah, they had a good vibe. Got going. It. It, it was, was a good an amazing vibe. vibe. Yeah, and they're not like the division rival. I guess if I was a Mets fan, I, I would probably you know have more of a problem with that. But um, you know, so I guess after football season, I'm gonna drop the beef I have with you and Jess and, and with the Eagles and whatever, and we could be you know we could just. You know, I'll root for the Phillies when they're not playing the Yankees. And, I mean, the only other, I guess, Philly team I really kind of have an issue with now and not so much in the past is the Sixers, but that's more so because of Simmons and Harden and the whole, like, trade thing that we that, that happened with You're them. You're a Nets fan? But, yeah, yeah. I'm a Nets fan. For you. Other than the Giants, are uh, like, the Nets are my favorite team. That just reminds me. I have a bone to pick Nets with or you. Giants are Wait, what's this bone? What's this bone you need to pick? The, I, I say I have a bone to pick with him because me and him would, would go back and forth about the, the, Knicks the Knicks and the, and the Nets. And the Nets. Yeah. Go back right. and forth again. Let's and do it. look Why who not? it is on top at the end. Mm-hmm. The thing uh, is, the Nets have been the uh, net. The thing here's the thing: the Dang. Nets. Are, the first net, time in like ten or eleven games. No, yeah, the net. The Nets. Over. The Nets run. The Nets have been a better team for a bit longer, but at the end of the day, everyone knows who actually runs New York, and it's the Knicks. Even no matter how bad the Knicks will be, the Nets will always be little brother. It's just how it works. Little bro, that's what they are. So always even if the no, Nets no, no, no. win like every game, like it's yes. just because of their fans. Hey, it will always be little. Small, yes, small. that's my argument. It'll always be I little mean, brother. I get what you're saying. There's no dispute, Yeah. I, I mean, I do agree. The I Nets mean. are little, bro, and especially that KD, well, now Kyrie, and Harden. Yeah. Harden's big. I don't think there's but any the Nets argue, are, they have, any argument. You guys, no, good, no. you guys have a good team. You guys have a good team, so I think you you've a lot to be excited about. Young yeah. team. Yeah, I'm excited because there's less drama. They're much, and the, yeah, it's and easier it's not, to root yeah, for. Yeah, and and it's like we didn't even with everything working out. Like with um, I mean maybe they got close because Katie's foot was on the line and what whatnot. And they were this close, and there's injuries, and even then they were like you know literally like a shoe size away from probably winning the championship. But for what, <laughs> for whatever reason, brutal. I mean I'm a Nets fan. I'm, I could say that, but I mean like. No, you're 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 right. It's brutal. Yeah, it is brutal. I, I was just very like direct and honest. It's been a few years. I felt like the Celtics sweep that kind of stung in a different way because like we were well, Kyrie's pretty, just so unreliable. We were pretty healthy, like without Simmons, but like we we're still Katie and Kyrie, and then we got swept, and each game was close too, so it wasn't like a blowout sweep either. It was it was a weird feeling, but now it's just like the whole all three of them are are gone, and we're kind of just it's it, we could be the fun Nets again that I, I liked watching before and with, with lower expectations, and it's not like the you know dynasty super team Nets had that much more success anyway. So you know what I'm saying. So we could kind of just take a step back and, you know, maybe even make the playoffs, maybe win a series. I mean, McCall Bridges just went off for 45 the other night. So I'm kind of excited to see what happens with that. It's a disappointing that we couldn't even win, like, one championship. Um, it's very disappointing. But, um, see, we got some music in there in the background. But um, as I was saying, like, it is disappointing that the Nets couldn't win a championship. That being said, if the Super Team era is over, I'm excited for some more casual, fun, um low expectation, low pressure nuts. Yeah, I know. The only reason why I was saying I had a bone to pick with you was because of that one interaction you and I had and you oh, boiled well, I was like my nuts run. blood. I was like Nets run New boiled York. Boiled my blood. So as soon as I found out about the trades, I was laughing yeah. in the middle of my class. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> now, in fairness, I will give you this. I was rooting for the Nets in 2019 when you guys had D'Angelo Russell, Spencer Dinwiddie in his first run. I'm so glad he's back. And yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie's nice. And um, Jared Allen, you guys getting rid yeah. of Jared Allen? You can call yeah. me Dan. That was that was okay, really okay, that was really unfortunate. But <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what was that hockey? Going on over yeah. There? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, that was a hockey because you were saying that the Knicks are the the little bro of the. Yeah, yeah. Was so so what I was trying to play. So, jo so yeah, so Josh wanted to play the call me dad hotkey. You can call me dad. Call you dad. Um, okay. Wait, you, you should you should play. I also have a hockey similar to that that you can find in a second. Uh, daddy, if you daddy, can. notice me. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I say. Wait, that's weird. Play that. Play that again real quick. That's weird. Daddy, daddy, notice. That's like my only hockey. That's that's weird. Anyway, um, yeah, that was weird. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, so Josh was gonna play a Don't hockey, but he uh, couldn't find the hockey, so he yeah. somehow played music at the yeah. I'm three months in, we're chilling. I was trying no, yeah, to that, that, Good recovery, listen, good yeah, recovery. Alright, you know, I'm learning. You, you're doing alright, Josh. You're doing yeah, alright. Yeah, 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 there you go. But yeah, um, that was the only bone to pick I had. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, alright, that's enough. Alright. <laughs> Take the hockey away from him. Right, 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 but right, that was it's, the only bone to pick I had with you because, man. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I felt bad um, bringing it up in the group chat because I know Eddie is a Nets fan also. He is. But um, you talked smack to me. So I, automatically, I, yeah. I targeted you. Fair but enough, fair enough. I am excited for the... No, Arnav talks his fair share of smack, but I think it's okay. You just gotta... You, he, he does. He just you, has you, to... You take it like a champ. You so do. Do. You need to... Yeah, you you well. know what the thing is? You need to start it in person. You in need person, to, like... That would be you, fun. You yeah. gotta, like, say it straight yeah, to my yeah, face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree, I agree. If you do that, dude, I'll look at you like, all right, let's go, Arnav. <laughs> not like, actually, let's... Not like that, let's, like, fight. No, right. no, no. I, I know what you mean. But... I know what you mean. But yeah, so the Nets, in all honesty, I feel like they're low-key better. Because when you look at how Harden, Kyrie, and when when you look at the three of them, when they're all together, Harden, Kyrie, and Durant, they played, what, 16 games? 17 games? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's absurd. I think it was 16, if that's I'm not mistaken. That's absurd. But, yeah. And you, what, what did you have to show for it? A one semi, playoff series win? And yeah, a semi, one, oh, it was only one it's playoff series sad. win? Yeah, it's pretty sad. I mean, and, and game seven of the... What semifinals? I don't even know. Eastern Conference semifinals, second round, whatever you want to call it. It was the second round with the Bucks and, like I said, shoe on the line. But um, fun the line. But yeah, it, it sucked. It wasn't a lot of success. I mean, maybe if everything worked out there, there would have had a championship. Things would be different. But you can't look and you can't hold on to the past. Uh, you know, I have a hard time doing that. You have a fun team, I mean, though. You have yeah, a fun, we have a fun team. team. You could be like the Brooklyn Nets from 2019. Exactly. They Sixers, were so much fun. I know. You know what's funny about the Nets? Ready? You know what they can really use right now? What? They have a really perfect team. They're just missing a they're just missing a star like KD. Oh my god. <laughs> I saw a tweet like that. I'm but like, it's true, it's up. true. Like, It'd be really good if they just had KD on their team. Oh it just sucks. Like I it, it really does. But I mean <laughs> so it's I also low drama because there's so much off the court stuff going on and that's also yeah, you like don't want Kyrie on with your with team. The egos really and the like, you know, drama and like I mean there's just so many things and now it's like Let's just play basketball and like whatever happens happens. You know we're not expecting to like win the championship anymore. Yeah, so it's in I some ways it's better, some ways it's worse. I totally. I'm not a Nets fan, but I t like from your perspective, I totally agree with you. But you know what team is doing good? The, the Sixers. Knicks. The Sixers, Sixers. Sixers. in that area. Yeah. The Sixers are don't you wish you were on the Knicks? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! The Sixers though. They're okay. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Uh, Gilbert Arenas. Uh, uh, clip I think it's on TikTok where no. he's like, well, he "Are the 76ers real or fugazi?" What? And then so someone would ask fugazi Gilbert mean? Arena like, "Fake." You ever heard that? Mm. And Gilbert Is that Italian? No, it's just like it's something. Fugazi. But um, <laughs> what? Okay. Um, I'm moving past that. Um, anyway, and he goes, <laughs> "There." He know. goes. They're a real first round exit. Oh. oh, it's a good fight. Yeah, the Sixers are never like make it past the second. Yeah, round. But all, yeah, I, but also I, that's that, that's like 
That's, that's like pot thing. called Kettle Black for Gilbert Arenas, who never made it past the first round. He was no, the, definitely. He was no, but the he's master. Not, he's not wrong. I'm sure I, Philadelphia has gotten heartbroken by three straight uh, world championship losses. And we're also going to be heartbreaking, heartbroken by another second round Sixers I get. Kawhi Leonard probably. off the rim, anyone? Oh, man. That was insane. I watched that, that was everything Dude, Jimmy Butler hit a... I was, I was watching... It was, a, it was a great game. I mean, yeah, Jimmy, Butler almost, Jimmy Butler had a layup, driving to the net, made a layup, and then... Somehow Kawhi gets the... Oh, man. It was I a travel, know. though, right, Josh? It was a travel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was probably... I don't know. I, don't, I mean... Listen. It was really lucky for Kawhi. But it was also, like, just insane. That was your best chance. That was the Sixers' best chance at winning a championship. We should have... Dude, we prior, we prioritized Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler, and that was the wrong decision. That was the wrong yeah. decision. You guys, ha- you kept, guys Jimmy kept Butler. Jimmy... Look at what he did the next yep. year. He w- he went to the chip, yeah, with the with the Heat. With not a lot of people from the Heat too. Yeah, he, he carried forty yeah. point triple double in Game Five. Yeah, yeah, that was a great series for him. Yeah, I know the, the, the Lakers won that series, but did they won in five or six? Six. Okay, they won. In All six. right, so I mean, hey, yeah, he, he took Jimmy it. Jimmy Butler had a great game five. Jim, yeah, I know. I I know Jimmy Butler had a had a good had a good. Jimmy chip. Butler's just the winner. But also, right? like, if he won that chip, it would have been a Mickey Mouse ring. No, no. <laughs> people argue, and I actually do. I agree with this. That the bubble might have been the harder basketball to play than non-bubble basketball. You think I so? agree. Probably, actually. I want to hear your it's reason. Just nah, like, it's just pure... I mean, yeah. okay, in some ways it's easier because there's no fans and fans make it harder. But on the other hand, there's no fans, so it's just like pure hooping, you know? Like, we hooping. You can hear, you can hear signals yeah. being called out. It's easier to shoot. So, like, it's, it's hard to defend. It's just like pure basketball. You I, know? I agree with that. I would like to add on to that. These players had what... Two months of rest on top yeah. of that. So once they got rid of the Ross, they were good. It was insane. Like the level of basketball, Jamal Murray going against Donovan Mitchell in the bubble. I, I got that right. That was the matchup. It was the I Jazz. It was the yeah. Jazz and the Nuggets. And the nuggets. Yeah. It was a probably. Yeah. It was probably it was the snoo- first round. It was probably a snooze fest. No, no. <laughs> it was the first kidding. round the playoffs. Of the, like, uh, no, I'll take your word for it. I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. Actually, Ellis brings up a good point. I mean, it's been. A, it was been. A, it's been a couple months. They were training and stuff for Dude, it. They were dropping. Each of them were dropping forty. I'm sure it was good game. basketball. It was insane. If I was an NBA fan, I'd probably tune in. I think the Sixers got crushed by the Celtics in the bubble. So I think. And then TJ Warren, I think his name dropped fifty out of nowhere. He was averaging like twenty-seven a game. That was super random when he was with. Right, I don't know right, if he's right. still with the Pacers. No, he was. He was on the Nets. I think he got traded to the Suns when the, in the KD deal, actually. But um, but yeah, I mean, TJ Warren in the bubble is unreal. That was really fun. Yeah, because it was, it's like, funny. It's funny yeah. thinking about how like the Suns were like, we're not gonna do this deal unless we got TJ Warren. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why. They're not for KD. Of, they're thinking of TJ bubble TJ Warren. But it was really fun because it was like. It was during like the pandemic too, and like there wasn't that much to watch. And then the bubble, the oh, basketball NBA was on, and I was like watching the NBA bubble every day because there wasn't that much going on in uh-huh. sports. So that oh, was a yeah. really fun time. Real quick, what were you guys watching before the bubble? I would, I'm curious. Uh, no sports. Yeah, really? No, I don't. I don't think I was watching any sports either. Uh, I was watching a lot of TV. Yeah. Yeah, I think I started binge watching. It was like, a weird time, and, and I like think that. everyone's live. So like. Mm-hmm. You know, cornhole. <laughs> cornhole was being broadcasted on ESPN. It yeah, was I don't really, what was sport. I doing? I was like, I was like going for runs. I was like playing basketball a lot. Yeah, I like played a lot brother. of basketball like in my neighborhood and like complex. Like there, there, there just wasn't it a was lot a weird to do. Time. I was really watching TV though. I FaceTime. I played a lot of Minecraft. I used. I was playing a lot of Minecraft too. I'm not even gonna lie. Is it, I, what are you guys talking about? What I did you do? What did you do before <laughs> watching the NBA bubble? Oh, I didn't watch him. And I'm not a, I'm not a I mean, during, Oh, guy. during COVID. So, like... So, yeah. what I do during COVID... Well, I mean... I watched a lot coincide. of... I watched a lot of Netflix. I mean, I'm sure we all... Yeah, did. I watched a lot of Netflix. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it was weird, too, because I was a senior. So, like... 
Yeah, that was yeah, my first year. Yeah, so yeah, so school, school, so school ended for me pretty much. Like there's yeah. no, re- there's no real online school because I was a senior. It pretty much, yeah. super right? Still. Just chilling. I was, I think this was the only time in my life I was other than like when you're like a, like you don't remember when you're a child and I was literally doing nothing. I had nothing no exactly. responsibilities. But, but the, so the bubble was fun to watch and you, I pretty much watched every game because again, there, you know, there's a lot to do. The sports yeah. world was. How did it get to the bubble? We How were we talking here? about oh my gosh, um, the Nets. And then right, right, right. We somehow, yeah. I think we got from the way. from the but, Phillies to like. Cause you know what? I, I'll tell you right now. I TJ Warren. That's why it always yeah. comes back to TJ Warren. TJ Warren. greatest son of all time. What do you think about like NBA teams during the trade deadline just throwing away second round picks as if they're like vouchers, like free? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, we're gonna give you five second round picks for like Jay Crowder. Like it's very weird to me. It feels like two K. Where you put on like the second round picks, uh, my friend said this. Like, I give him credit. Where you're like, you put on the second round picks, so you like just inch forward on the deal, and you get the deal done. It's very weird. Like, I've never seen the NBA. Like, oh, five second round picks for Jay Crowder. It's like, our second round picks are so devalued, but you know, it's weird. Um, what do you guys think about that? That's probably the mentality they get it from 2K, because that's how I got all of my deals. But when you look at it, not a lot of star players come out of the second round. I mean, obviously Draymond Green and of course Nikola Jokic are exceptions, but um, I I don't mind it if it brings you closer to a deal by all means, but um, yeah, because it's tip typically you don't really see a future out of a second round pick. They usually go straight to the G League, so I don't see anything wrong with it really. No, I don't see anything wrong with it. Just like it's a weird new development. I think it's, here's the thing: yeah. like it's like it's weird because like all these players are trading, but it's hard to conceptualize when you're trading a twenty twenty nine first, like the Nets are doing. Like, what does it even mean? Well, cause you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, all right. So 2029 first is crazy. That's I'll be what's it? 2029. I'll be when Nets finally cash in that first round pick. I'll be 27. It's just weird to think I'll about. Be 26. <laughs> That's crazy. And then so you know? their 2029 pick. Let's think about how old this individual is right now. <laughs> Can someone do the math? I'm a journalism and media studies major. I can't do math. <laughs> Wait, does that mean they're born in 2000? Because because when do NBA players get drafted? Like eight, nineteen, twenty? Yeah. So yeah, so if if it's a if it's a 2029 draft pick, like that's, a, that's right someone now. born in 2010. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, that's crazy, yeah, I guess man. So, yeah. It's weird, right? It's weird. Oh my gosh, we're getting old. I guess it's wow. to, I, I guess it's not really a problem. They can do it. It's just like it's just weird to think about. Yeah, like, so it's hard to assess too. a trade when you're trying when you're assessing things that are like Kevin Durant for a 2027 and a 2029 first round pick. Like I'm gonna be 25. I like. I think ahead, but I don't think that far ahead. Like right, imagine right, little right. Johnny playing AAU basketball at twelve years old, six foot five, and he's already getting recruited by colleges. He's gonna be that. He's gonna be that pick. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just weird. I guess. It's it's so funny. I find it funny for sure. It, it's definitely funny because you're looking back and like, wow, this this kid is in elementary school right now, uh-huh. <laughs> or beginning middle school. When I was twelve years old, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, middle school starting soon." I wasn't thinking about, "Yeah, make the league." No, <laughs> for real, <laughs> definitely though, not yeah. my mentality. Especially because I saw how tall my parents were, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not making it." <laughs> I came, to, I came to terms real quick. All right, and with that, I think we're gonna head to a small break and uh, keep listening. Eighty-eight point seven uh, WRCU FM, New Brunswick, and also uh, go to WRCU.org um, as well to keep listening. So. Uh, We'll be right back. And welcome back to the Friday Crew. Max Sanchez is bopping his head. Semi-charm life. Semi-charm life. Oh my gosh, I love this song. See, when Josh Myers controls the board, 
he plays some bops. Uh, yeah, welcome back to the Friday Crew. I'm Josh Myers with Alex Gordon, <laughs> Arnold Starcar, Max Sanchez, who I mentioned was bopping his head. Very excited. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. wow. Voice crack. <laughs> Tag it. Second time. Yeah. Every time. Every time. I'm sorry. I sounded like Mickey Mouse. But hey, welcome back. Um, you know, it was good vibes in the studio right now, even even with that voice crack. Um, any? I feel like uh, there's something to talk about. Does anyone have any ideas? Well. We touched on, let's see, let's go through what we talked about. We talked about the Super Bowl. We talked about Rutgers baseball, Rutgers softball. We talked about Rutgers lacrosse for a little bit, both women's and men's. We talked about the MLB spring training, a little bit of the NBA. Um, my beef with Arnov in terms of the Nets. Uh, Arnov, well, Josh's beef with Arnov in terms of the Chiefs. Uh, let's see. I think last week we kind of like because we we're so busy like hyping up the Eagles and talking about the Super Bowl, we kind of just didn't really yeah, talk yeah, about the I, trade deadline. So do you okay. want to like talk about that a little bit? I'm the NBA so trade down. deadline. Yes. Do you know much? I know you I don't. don't you know. don't watch the NBA. I don't. I don't follow. All right. Well, I don't even. I don't think the Sixers made any moves. I don't think they did no, either. They actually, did. they're one. Of, they're they did one not. That did not make anything. I, neither did the Raptors, from to my knowledge. No, Raptors know got Potal. Oh, Jacob Porto. Jacob for no reason. Man's name is Porto. Jacob Porto. He's a power forward slash center. Porto. He's like he's like an above average bench power forward. Yeah. But like it's very weird that they got him. Yeah, Sixers made no moves. Unfortunate. I don't get value because like why is Jacob Porto a first round pick? Wait, what do you mean? He got traded for a first round pick. He won. Oh, he protected, but still. I didn't know that. It's weird. No, like why? Why is he a first round pick? But Jay, I rather have Jay. Uh, why is Jay Crowder four second round picks, but Yakupoto one first? You know, it's weird. I, I honestly, I feel like they're mm. they're not similar. I mean, they obviously play different roles, so they're not similar at all. But I feel like their value is similar in that they're both high end bench pieces. But but Jay Crowder is four second round picks. Yakupoto is one first, protected. But it's, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, and then you're comparing like again four second round picks to one. But first. I don't know why like, the Raptors could have gotten such a haul for OG and Anobi. A lot of teams could have used them to got over the top or offering big hauls for them. The Raptors are not good. I don't know why they're not training for him. You know what well, I have well, to say? Him away. Instead, they got better, I guess. You know what I have to say about the Sixers not making any moves at the trade deadline? This is what I have to say. Uh-huh. Alec Krauthammel and Alex Carminati will have the call. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know, that has nothing to do with Alec Krauthammel or Alex Carminati. The old boy part, the old boy part does. That's the Wait, I want to I check out some of these new hockeys. Oh, man. Because uh, we really haven't had... Like, I haven't been... I haven't seen some of the new yeah, ones. Yeah, recently. Drink all day, play all night, but that's not a new one. That's, is that not a new one? Oh, man. I, like, I, no, I don't know. Trees just seem kind of huggable. We, we can oh do this God. later. We can <laughs> do this later. We'll look at them later. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this later. I, just, yeah. I didn't realize it was also hockey. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Ooh, some other. Yeah. yeah, I don't get what the Raptors are doing because they got marginally better, but they're not good. They're still not great Um, with Jakob Podol. Um, so I, I don't really understand. Do, do you know what they're doing, Max? What, like what? what? What's the Raptors' game plan? Oh, no clue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. They I are, trust Masai Mis- Ujiri, but I don't get it. What's the word? I can't. They're they're mediocre. That's that's yeah. how I look at them. Yeah, they're not they're not terrible, but they're not good, and they're not gonna do much. I don't even know. I don't are they even like know a record. play-in team. I don't like, even I know. Don't know. Are they a ten seed? No, I have no idea. But um, I'm not gonna lie. I talk a lot of smack about this team, but I'm kind of impressed how they did in the deadline. Just to switch it up, the, La- the Lakers. Oh yes, I'm very go. impressed. Like Mo, ba- getting Mo Bamba underrated and getting D'Angelo Russell, that was incredible. Like that's gonna help them so much. I think they're gonna be a play-in team. 
I could see. I don't see. Uh, they, still, they, they still got some way to go, but they definitely have the chance. Yeah, but that's definitely going to help because all due respect to Russell Westbrook, he was not going to help much. He really wasn't. They needed a shooter out, out of the one spot, and Russell Westbrook isn't that. And he's also getting a little older, and he's not the same Russell Westbrook from his 2016 MVP season. So, or 2017 MVP season, sorry. So, um, I think the Lakers had one of the best, if not, well, no, I'll give it to the Suns. But I think the Lakers had definitely had one of the best trade deadlines. Obviously, the Suns, they got KD, <laughs> aren't enough. Mm. <laughs> and the Mavs, they got Kyrie, <laughs> aren't enough. <laughs> but wow. Besides, ooh, besides, ooh, besides the, the point, you should be happy about the Kyrie one. Keep jabbing. Yeah, that's fair. Please keep jagging. Jag, I, I don't have any more. Because the Nets Rock are going up 15 to nothing softball wow. in the middle wow. of the third. Holy what? Look at that. What? How many innings are in softball? Seven. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven. Okay. Any home runs? Um, uh, I can't look. Is there a mercy you, rule in the NCAA? There's a password for uh. What? Wait, what? Man, you know what I have to say about this? This huge Rutgers. Here we go. No, this time. huge Rutgers softball lead. This is what I have to say, guys. Yes! <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, Man, look at the softball runs. team. They're a wagon so far. Wagon. So far, yeah. Home runs, zero. No home runs? Just no, just getting hit. Right, how's, Singles how's, and doubles. How, bad, how's bad, the bad, GOAT bad. Kylie Sand doing? Uh, Let's look at it. By the way, you heard it here first. Two at bats, two runs, one hit, one RBI. Look at three that. innings. Wow. Kylie one stolen base. She's a beast. She is. She's her. She is her. <laughs> Real quick. Um, back to the trade deadline, and if you get any updates, just let us yeah. know. Yeah, listen, you heard it here first. Fifteen to zero in the third. I can't see crazy. the baseball for some reason. If you're listening to, if you're listening to eighty-eight point seven WRCU, you have got an official softball score update. So there you go. We might be first on that. Who knows? We probably are. We yeah, might be. Yeah. We're special. Mm-hmm. We're special. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But um, back to the trade deadline. There's another team. I'm blanking. Oh yeah, there is another team that did pretty decent, in my humble opinion. The Knicks. Yeah, Arnav, I'm looking at you for a reason. Uh, Josh Hart. Josh Hart was a huge... What a name. Love yeah, that name. Josh Hart was a huge acquisition for the Knicks, and he just recently dropped 27 points. Ever since we got Hart, I think we've been 3-0 and now. You got Hart with Hart. He fits well with the team. He does. He does. Josh Hart. It was Josh a Hart. smart acquisition, unlike Cam Reddish. Though yeah. I do like Cam Reddish, why would you ever trade... The Knicks don't make any sense sometimes. Like They traded no. a first-round pick for a guy they never played. Look, and the thing is, Cam Reddish, I thought he was... He just didn't fit with the Knicks organization. And I feel like Cam Reddish still has the potential to be a great player in the league. Because I saw him, I saw how he played with Duke, and I was like, he has NBA potential. He was being compared to Paul George. I thought that was a little bit too much. But when he came to the league, I thought he was going to be significant, averaging maybe 15 to 16 points per game within his first four seasons. But when the Knicks got him, I was excited because I thought Tom Thibodeau was going to use him a little more. And this man was just sitting on the bench, averaging like six, seven minutes a game. He probably averaged more, but that's what it seemed like. And I was getting very frustrated. So I'm glad that we actually got something out of it in Josh Hart. And he's been doing really good with the with New York Knicks. And... um. No, that definitely helps their case with being New York's team. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just this trade deadline was definitely one of the most ex- more exciting I know. ones. Like some crazy in the last moves. few years. Yeah, I know. Uh, Kevin Durant got traded. I think you guys talked about it, but KD got traded. Big trade to the Suns, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah I know. So, I know. Eaton and I know. Chris like Paul. three ounces mm. of ball. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it, but yeah, yeah. Suns are now like heavy favorites with mm, KD for sure. And Chris Paul okay. now is Suns favorite. In, Suns like, in four. No. Well, I, I know People it was a meme. saying that last the Suns year. Uh, and four guys. When was that against the Bucks? And then like then the, it was either everyone was like Suns and, then, and four and Bucks. Game and six, six happened and, then, and Giannis dropped fifty points. On yeah, them. yeah. I was rooting for the Suns in that series because obviously you know Bucks, the Bucks. Bucks but, um, but anyway, um, 
it's kind of interesting from Nut's perspective because, like, it, I guess, like we mentioned, like the dynasty's over, but it, it kind of caught me by surprise because I, I, I was just feeling like things were going well for the Nets. Like, I mean, the the drama from the beginning of the season was kind of going away in terms of Kyrie and Katie was injured, but he was gonna come back healthy, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I felt like Kyrie requested a trade. I don't know, maybe he had the, those feelings inside him. I, I don't, I don't really know, but I mean, I mean, he just wanted to leave, and then so so they traded him to to Dallas. Dallas. Oh, and, um, oh yeah, I forgot about. Wait, Kyrie got traded to Dallas. Yeah, he's with Luka Doncic now. Doncic. Yeah, that's actually Don- really. Or really? Yeah, yeah, they really don't know NBA. They were like I, one no, and two I, with Kyrie. I, I yeah. knew Kyrie got yeah. traded. I just didn't know where. I forgot where at least. But that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that should be a good duo. duo. I know Luka Doncic. Is that how you say his name? Luka yeah. Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. Luka Doncic. I know he's gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna be really good. He's oh, he is really good. He's not gonna be really good. I know he already is really good. So that's gonna be a good duo. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a great duo. But um. Yeah, I mean, it was a little surprising. I forgot if I I was even like, expecting them to make a trade. Or I was like, oh, it's. I think I was. I think I said like a few weeks ago, like it's gonna be too late. Like they're not gonna be able to do it. But they did. And then with KD, I thought it was kind of like more of the same because I was seeing like they're gonna trade him like if they find a partner. It was like some like cryptic language, and I was like, okay, like so probably not. But then sure enough, like I think it was like in the middle of the night, like the deal goes down. And then we're, we're all talking about it in the group chat because I guess we're all like up late because you know college students and whatever. But um, I think it was like after a Wednesday meeting in basketball and like I, I drove back home and then you got this news and then I, I think it took me till like the next morning to really realize like what what had actually like happened I was like oh wow like it, the dynasty is over but dynasty. anyway that's I mean well you know what I mean the super team is, is over so I mean anyway that's that's my feelings about the Nets so on, on one hand it felt like kind of like surprising on the other I mean not even on one hand it just felt surprising but then when Kyrie left it I, I guess they're like well we can't really just win a championship with just KD and the pieces so like we either go all in or we go all in on the rebuild so we might as well just want him out um you know they want we might as well just trade him also I think at that point he wanted to be traded because he wanted you know he, he wanted a better chance at a ring because you know that's what KD's been like I mean I really do like what he's done on the court but I don't know. They all have big egos, and it's just unfortunate that things didn't work out. But anyway, that's kind of my feelings as a Nets fan. I'm sorry, it might be like a little jumble, but it's a little bit emotional, I guess. But um, but anyway, at least the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So. What? <laughs> why yep. you, and now I, I already flamed you. Now it's Josh's turn. Okay, well, why you have to I don't know because I was feeling like kind of sad. I thought, sad, we, I thought then, we were through with this. All right, fine. I mean, I don't know. I was feeling like kind of sad. Hold on, three, two, one, fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, defend yeah, yeah. yourself. Uh, defend yourself. <laughs> okay, no, well. but I will say the Chiefs. Why are we going back to this? Whatever. <laughs> why? I don't know. The, I just needed to the pick Chiefs up got the Eagles clipped. Like right there. Yeah, they Man. did. And Second half was horrible. Yeah. I don't want to talk They're about it. Don't even show up. talk about Listen, this. Listen, all right. I just want to say this. And the funny the thing Eagles. is, Josh thought they were going to win after the first half. The Eagles. How do you know? I mean, I mean, that. I wouldn't think. I was there. They had a good shot. No, no, I trust me. My whole family was depressed. It was. It was. I mean, it gave you confidence after that second. After going in the second half, yeah, sure, I had confidence. But I mean, Andy Reid outcoached John Gannon like so much, and it was. Yeah. It was. It was. Now you don't have John Gannon. It just came. It just came down to that, and Gannon. Gannon's gone. Um, and he's with the Cardinals now. So a lot of a lot of coaching changes in NFL. So I know. Uh. Uh, Sean Payton's with the Broncos. Uh, Steve uh, Sh- Shane Steichen, who was the uh, offensive coordinator of the Eagles, he's with the Colts. Um, so a lot, a lot of co- a lot of coaching shifts, and um, I think I think the Sean Payton move by the Broncos is really good. I think uh, Broncos are gonna be a lot better next year. They're gonna they're getting a way better coach, um, 
And they're also going to get back their star running back, Javante Williams, who was hurt early in the year. And, um, yeah, I think the Broncos are going to be a lot better. The, Russell Wilson, sure, he had a really bad year, and he looked really bad. But I still think he can be a, a top 15 quarterback in the league. I mean, top 20, maybe. Top, top 20. Russell Wilson. Wilson? Yeah. 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 I, he, if he's healthy, when he's I mean, I think yeah. he kind of was healthy, but if he, he just didn't have a – he was with a horrible coach. Right. And it was a really bad offense. They, I think they put up the, the lowest amount of points in the in the league that year, last year. So – I think the Sean Payton moves gonna be is gonna help the Broncos a lot. They could they could even contend for second place in uh, the AFC West. So yeah, uh, good move by the Broncos. They definitely need a coach that has experience going, especially going to the Super Bowl. Um, they have they was they have a, a quarterback that has gone to the Super Bowl multiple times. Should have two rings, only has one. But uh, Broncos are in a good spot. I don't know about the moves for the Cardinals and the and the Colts though. I know I don't know. I mean. Seems like seems like Steichen and Gannon. I mean, sure. I mean, maybe they'll find success, but I'm not sure if they'll find success right away. Uh, Steichen, Steichen, Steichen was good, but Gannon definitely frustrating for Eagles fans. So, wish them the best of luck, but I, I don't know if they're gonna make a huge impact on the team, especially right away. Josh, I'll say this real quick about the Super Bowl because I watched the whole game. I think the biggest turning point was when Jalen Hurts fumbled that football. No. One of the biggest. No. One of the biggest. They're they're still 24-14 after that though. I know, but still, it was the it was the eyes. It was ironically the Isaiah Pacheco touchdown. touchdown. Well, Ellis, you got to look at it like this too: momentum shift. But it, but it wasn't because well, it was fourteen fourteen. Then it was twenty four fourteen. The Eagles responded right back. Well, yeah, but still, that you don't think that partially costed them? I mean, it sucks to give up a free touchdown, but I don't think it was a momentum shift. That's what I'll say. Okay, I, I'll correct myself. That um, it, it it definitely costed them to like. A yeah, they give away a free right. touchdown. Though Jalen Hurts, I thought played better than Patrick Mahomes. No, I I definitely think he did. He, he was people incredible. Were yeah. was incredible. People were saying that arguably he could have gotten the Super Bowl MVP. Even in the loss. Even and in the yeah, loss. He played really well. That, um, now, Jalen Hurts was a dog. But, yeah. I mean, after that fumble, the next offensive possession, we scored a touchdown. And Jalen Hurts looked, looked totally fine. Yeah, like I have nothing bad to say about the Eagles. Like, it's, and Jalen Hurts especially. He's the offense was great. It was the defense that mm-hmm, made yeah. zero, like literally zero plays. And mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you could be like the field was really bad. But... I, you can't really blame it on. You can't make excuses. You know, you got you got out dogged in the second half by an experienced coach in Andy Reid, and you just gotta accept that. I mean, obviously the field, like I said, was really bad, and it's pretty atrocious that that field was that bad, especially on America's biggest stage. Yeah, definitely. What was that, Arnav? Yeah, Arnav just told me that um, Jalen Hurts folded like a cheap suit. And uh, I never like said that. Dog I literally that never said anything. So but, I mean, okay, that's sure. crazy, but. Yeah, but no, that was. I think it it was one of the it was one of the better Super Bowls in the last. Nah, it years. was a really good it was, game. It was really a great. It was a great Super Bowl until really until the last play. It was also until, high. Yeah, it was also high scoring because it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, it doesn't scoring. usually happen. No, like you said, it was a great Super Bowl until the refs made that horrible call. Well, uh, you know, it's funny you say that. Listen, dude, I'm, I think I'm to help I actually you. no, I actually think they made the wrong call, but it was a hold. I okay. Here's what I think. I think you're right. Uh, I'll take back what I said. Sure, it was the right call, but the fact that they didn't call that in the whole game and, and they called it in that big of a moment is, it's weird is what's because It's weird because they, they actually, you know, people were like, it's weird because the Eagles actually held Juju on the play, on a crucial third down in the second quarter, like actually held. And Juju put up his arms. He was like, why they hold? That was like ridiculous. They didn't call that. And then, and then that hold. And, and, and Juju didn't even ask for a hold and they called it. So it just... Yeah. I think you know. I actually they could have probably let it go. NFL refs get know. way too much hate. They actually do a pretty good job. I think where they do struggle and get rightful criticism is their consistency on their calls. Yeah. Overall, I think yeah. NFL refs do a good job. 
forgive it. I mean, it's really hard. Consider how hard it is for them. They do a good job. But I, I don't understand how they're so inconsistent on their calls. I think that was another example of the right call. But I'll be I'll be mad if I was an Eagles fan. It was just yeah. so inconsistent no, I, based on how they're calling the game. I was trying to get a reaction out of you guys. But, yeah, I mean, it was – he. listen, James Badbury, he held – He admitted it, too. And he admitted it, too. He admitted yeah. it, too. But it's the fact that the refs didn't call that the whole game and called that in that one crucial moment. It, that's what's that's what's that's the problem. That's fair. Yeah, I, that under, I understand problem. that. It was it was yeah. definitely a hold. Yeah. Bradbury yeah. admitted it, and mm-hmm. I think that's out the window. But it's just the fact that the refs didn't call it all game. They weren't consistent with it. Yeah, they were not be consistent, consistent with it, and that's the problem. Because my point was going to be like, if the Super Bowl, I mean, if you were to call it in the regular season now, just because the Eagles are you know in the Super Bowl and it's a big game, like so you you can't just be like, oh, just let them play on. But I mean, your point still stands though. Like, I mean, if they're not going to call it in the second quarter and then they're going to call it in the fourth quarter, that's inconsistent. So you'd want to see some some consistency in the same game, at least for sure. Yeah, but um, I I, I genuinely enjoyed that Super Bowl. It was it was a good Super Bowl. It was a good Super Bowl. I would, I would enjoy it as a, a another as like a a non biased watcher. Yeah, I was actually just about to make that point too. I'm glad you brought that up because it's easy to enjoy it when you're not rooting for a team. Because I spent about ten years of my life choosing a team because the New England Patriots uh, were always in it. Yeah. And I'm a Jets fan. So that's hard to see. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a nice change of pace the last few years to see these different teams and to see the Patriots dynasty no longer be a dynasty. Right. But other than that, um yeah, I think the that was high, I think we predicted high scoring Super I think Bowl we all last did, crew. Yeah. Too. yeah. So no, it was a lot of fun. Everything about it. Rihanna halftime show should have brought out Jay Z, but everything was good about it. Patrick Mahomes is insane in that second mm. half. Listen, you got to give him credit. He's a dog. Credit. Listen, oh you, man, yeah. he is a dog. On a, yeah, such on, a dog. On a bad like, ankle. Yeah, that's they definitely dude. like put some stuff in in him though. Oh in, no, in I believe, yeah, I'm sure I believe it. He, I don't uh, even know if he really knew what was going on that that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh sure he was. God. I'm sure he was drugged up a lot. Like. Yeah, but he still played great, and that, and when they were down ten, and his ankle like was was injured, I was thinking like that's it, it's over. But yeah. I mean, sure enough, they turned it nah, around. And, that like, was impressive. It was yeah. very impressive. But it's also like I said, it's also. Is just... he a top five quarterback of all time? Can we end off on that conversation real Wait, quick? Wait, before, before we get into that, I mean, we got three minutes. So. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Okay. No, but before I was, gonna, I was just gonna say. No, make your point. though. make your point. No, my point was uh, why not? I forgot my point. All right, so can I then propose my? I guess you can propose. Thanks for ruining is, my point. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm very sorry. Is he no, wait, no. My point was Andy Reid. It, it just, it's just the Chiefs staff was. I mean, they they just had more experience in the playoffs. And Andy Reid, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, they outcoached the the crud out of the Eagles in the second half. <laughs> he solidified his legacy. Right. He's no longer a choker. And on two your rings. point, Mahomes is definitely. He's definitely top five. I think he's fifth. I six. think he's. I think he's good. By the end of his career, he'll be top name, three. Name five quarterbacks that are better than him. Right now, they had a better career than him. Tom Brady one. Joe Montana. Joe, Joe Montana, Montana two. Um, those are the only two. Peyton Manning three. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning three. Mah- I think Mahomes is going to surpass Manning. And then at some point. And then really after that, you've got. Well, you could pro- you argue Drew Brees? No, or no. He only has one. He, he, has, he has two multiple. rings. Oh. No, he, he has, has one ring. Yeah, he, he should have had two. I mean, Johnny Unitas, I think is better than. Has I think a better legacy than Mahomes. Drew Brees four. Mahomes is five, unless you say Dan Marino maybe. Drew Brees should have two rings because because the Saints got screwed in the in yeah. That but you don't know if they're the gonna win against the Patriots. They would have won against the Patriots by far. No, I think they're no. Brees, Brees is top ten though. Brees, Camara, and Thomas would have defeated the, the Patriots. Wait, I think Mahomes is no, the fifth best quarterback right now. Oh, they maybe Marino. 
But then, then you have six. Listen, at the end of the day, I feel like when his career is done, Mahomes is a hundred percent going to be yeah. top, top three. I, he's probably top, top three. three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wait, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that will end our Friday crew today, uh, February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Lots to talk about. Uh, if you want to listen on Spotify, tune on Spotify. Uh, but stay tuned on uh, WRCU.org or 88.7 WRCU-FM for further programming. Immediately following every Rutgers football and men's basketball game, be sure to call... Hey, yo.